0: What's up? Welcome to the Alt Show. How are y'all doing? Um, hopefully my audio sounds okay. If it doesn't sound uh, okay, y'all can go ahead and let me know. But, today, we have a good bit of stuff talking about. Uh, and I'm going to get to what we had in the title and the thumbnail first on the Alt Show. But, uh, let's go ahead and give y'all a quick overview of what we're going to be talking about. Um... Kanye, also known as Ye, since he changed his name, is going to try to be buying Parler, the social media platform. Um, Amazon is worried because some TV vineyards are not going to partner because they're uh, afraid of retaliation from Google. You have even more. Elon Musk is planning to lay off a whole bunch of Twitter employees and uh be real had a whole bunch of debt that they got rid of um tiktok also has some very worrying things going on there anyways let's go ahead and start it okay here we go i can hear the demons call when
1: they they do and now I feel like taking off Find a place with a view. The pain is never gonna stop If it's controlling you I know that time can heal it all I just gotta get through I just gotta get through I just gotta get through Cause I feel like taking off Find a place with a view. The pain is never gonna stop If it's controlling you I know that time can heal it all I just gotta get through Sometimes I feel like all is lost But I know it's not true I wanna put up all my walls Cause I'm not in the mood But then Little-
0: Kanye West has apparently decided to buy Parlor, that he has entered a deal with Parlor. He just hasn't actually, um, like, fully bought it yet, and nobody knows how much he's buying it for. But it is revealed that he has entered a deal with them. Uh, Parler has, to date, raised, uh, $56 million. But no one knows how mu- uh, much West is actually going to pay for this company. Um. So, yeah, Kanye West announced on October 17th that he was uh, entering a deal to buy them. Um, Parlor is known as the free speech platform. And the rapper believes that nobody can get canceled as on other social media apps, which uh, I don't actually think is correct. I mean, everyone on Parlor just canc- cancels the liberals. So um I mean not necessarily cancels but they they joke about them. I mean they not just joking like the two sides are mad at each other. Some people on Parlor act like the people like the liberals are the flipping devil. Um they're like demons. So that's a little odd. Um but I think I think if Yay buys it uh which is his legal name now. Um it could probably be a good thing. It could probably be a good thing because I mean a, I mean some social influencers have bought social media platforms now. Um and I I don't think it would be necessarily a bad thing would have a place for his following cuz he obviously has a big following. Um but if anybody follows things online like news, you'll know he's gotten into a whole bunch of controversy recently. Um uh, I'm not going to go over that. That's not tech related. <laughs> But um Parler has been known for some interesting things like it uh was taken off the uh Apple App Store and the Google Play Store after uh the January sixth Capitol riots. So there's some interesting things going on with um old Yay buying the social media platform, so that'll be interesting. Uh next up we have TikTok. TikTok had Uh, adult adult only live streams. They aren't gonna literally be inappropriate, as in there's um, they still have the guidelines like, uh, you have to you have to be dressed. You can't talk about certain topics that I'm not going to mention. Um, but I guess from what I've looked at about TikTok TikTok, sorry, trying to add adult only live streams, that it is going to be um more like you can curse a crap ton. Uh you can talk about some things that might actually l- that uh like children might not should hear or t- uh, talk talk about. Um like maybe some big controversial topics or some um gory topics or anything like that. So at least they haven't literally went adult stuff. So that's um good that it without that, that that would be bad because um <laughs> a lot of people on TikTok do lie so especially little kids do lie about their age so um if if they were over it doubt doubt be really bad so i'm glad I'm glad TikTok didn't go that route uh, I'm, I'm really really glad about that because otherwise, I'm going to be totally honest. I think TikTok would have probably found its downfall. Um, would have probably found its downfall after that point. Uh, so, <laughs> TikTok. I don't even have TikTok. I mean, I, I used to, but I don't anymore. So, um, TikTok's in an interesting place. And that's all you can say about it. Um, anyways. So, next up. We have Be Real. Everybody knows Be Real. Everybody knows Be Real. I mean, I even have it on my phone. Like, it seems like everybody has the darn app now. You can see, I have it. Yeah, it's Be Real. Everybody has Be Real. Um, and if you don't know what that is, it's essentially an app where, for two minutes each day, um, you will get a chance to post a picture of what you're doing. Through your front camera. And then we'll take a picture through your uh, no, through your back camera. And then we'll take a picture through your front camera. So it'll get you. And what you're doing. Um, and that's the point of be real. Be real with what you're doing. And uh, it's essentially blown up. Um, and it's thankfully lets you have the option to actually post a late one. Because otherwise I would be getting zero. Because... I always have my phone silenced, which is why some of my friends are like, "Dude, you respond like so late half the time." Yeah, my phone's never, my phone is never, on um uh notification mode. It's always like silence. Don't ask why. I just uh I hate no, I, I I hate all the dinging sometimes, so I then forget to take it off silence. But um either way, TechCrunch. Has learned that the startup closed a six hundred sixty million Series B found earlier, uh, around earlier this year. Um uh, this This values Paris, France based B Real, at a valuation of uh, just a little bit north of six hundred million euros. Which, um, at today's exchange exchange rate with euros to USD would be around five hundred eighty-seven million USD. So, um, do 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 put into account when I say that, um, the United States dollar, if you didn't know, is the uh, I think top-valued currency in the world. It has the uh, it's the most stable, it's the most uh it has the best value for it. Different things like that. So now they're starting to face competition from uh, social, di- social. Oh my goodness! Social giants like TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat, who have all tried to clone its main feature of dual photos. Who's surprised? Welcome to the world of business, where everybody copies everybody else. It's it happens on YouTube too. It's happened to me before. So everybody. Is trying to copy them. Because they're like. Oh let's hop on this trend. Uh-huh. YouTubers do it too. Don't. Um, don't underestimate us. Um, the app apparently had 7.9 million users. As of July. So that's a lot. And I mean a lot. Of people. Let's see what y'all have to say. Um, Leanna's back. Nice. Zoom I look different. Since I like- oh cool. Yeah, I I do look different. Oh, what's up, Randy? What's up, man? So yeah, um, overall, B real has essentially blown up, and it's became the new internet sensation. Um, it's it's not bad, but it has become essentially the new internet (laughs) sensation. Okay, now, next up, we have Google and Amazon. Amazon says fear of Google putting off vendors uh, from TV hardware partnership. So Google has some TV hardware partnerships and Amazon has a fear vendors quitting working with Amazon because of fear of retaliation from Google. Um, so have indicated that they cannot enter into a TV manufacturing relationship with the e-commerce group. Amazon, over fear of retaliation from Google, escalating the tension with the search giant and Amazon, because right now Amazon and Google are competing like crazy, uh, Google Books, Amazon Books, Google's music thing, Amazon Music's thing, uh, now, now Google's trying to do a shop kind of like Amazon, I think it failed though, uh, some different different things like that. Um, but, uh, who do y'all think is obsessed with Be Real? I just saw someone say that in that chat. Um, who is it? Uh, <laughs> is it Charity? <laughs> She's obsessed with Be Real. Anyways, so, with this whole, um, fear with, and this whole rivalry right now between Google and Amazon, ah, oh, man. Amazon said for the first, uh, shared for the first time that um, uh, the uh, Competition Commission of India has a part of the antitrust watchdog's year long investigation into Google's over claims that it abuses dominant position in Android. So Google is uh, apparently being accused and has been accused and is being looked into. uh, because people are accusing them of abusing the dominant position in am- uh, Android. Which, I don't think it really has abused any dominant position in Android. But, um... Oh, I didn't know Charlie had... Be- I didn't know... Uh, not Charlie. Oh my goodness. It sounded like I said Charlie. I didn't, I swear. Uh, it, uh... I didn't know that, um, Charlotte had be real. Anyways. Uh, back on topic, y'all. Uh, the regulator said, uh, Thursday in a statement that they were going to put a $162 million fine on, uh, Google for that, which is, in my opinion, really, (laughs) really stupid. So, um, yeah, anyways, we don't, we, uh, well, we do talk about how, um, Amazon put out a giant statement on, um, Friday. That was 293 pages talking about the problem between, um, between Google and Amazon. That is getting some people... Uh, uh, some big industries... Uh, no, like Samsung, Microsoft, and Mozilla... Thinking about leaving. A little bit. Um, not, not not, leaving... Um, not leaving Amazon, sorry. Leaving Android. Because Samsung, Microsoft, and Mozilla... Keep talking about it like it's a problem. Microsoft doesn't even make phones. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't even think Microsoft, Microsoft makes phones. If they make phones they are extremely unpopular because i have never ever in my life seen someone with a microsoft phone ain't never seen that ain't never seen that so yeah that's what we have going on between amazon and google um they, i mean obviously i don't I, I don't i don't think google can like just kick amazon off i think that would be illegal but uh, maybe not. Who knows? Um, next up, Elon Musk. Oh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk reportedly wants to lay off seventy-five percent of Twitter's staff. Um, so, dude, he, he he wants to lay off seventy-five percent of Twitter's staff. Twitter already sucks. Come on, don't make it worse, man. Don't make it worse. Twitter, Twitter already is a hot mess. A hot mess. Um, also, I just gotta say, I'm gonna show y'all this screen. I like this. This guy is wearing a flippin' belt buckle. I love it. If you guys know me, if you guys know me at all, he's wearing a flipping belt buckle, which is very epic. Um, I always do that. Anyways, so, apparently, Musk has, uh, gestured at plans for layoffs, if he were to buy Twitter before, but, um... Yeah, now those cuts are even uh, shown that he probably wants to do more and more people. Uh, because he wants to lay off around 5,600 employees, which would be um, 75% of Twitter's workforce. <laughs> I don't know why the heck he'd want to do that. Um, Because, I guess, uh, according to this article, it says that Musk's, Musk's vision for a leaner platform... um and twitter would be forced to operate with a sil- with a sliver of its current uh staff which is interesting i don't even know if they're going to he's going to be able to buy twitter this has been going around for like half a year and like i guess he's still trying to buy them but um i don't i don't know how he hasn't bought them yet i don't know how the heck he hasn't bought them yet um so that's interesting that's also kind of – I feel bad for anyone that works at Twitter for that, uh, that matter because of that. But um, yeah, Musk has uh, reportedly described his aggressive plan over the past few months about that. Um, and uh, there's often a gulf between his words and the reality of the situation. So I really don't know. I really don't know if he's ever actually going to buy the dang, the dang platform. Um, I'm wearing one of my belt buckles, ain't I? Yeah, I, I always am, Leon. I always am. When ain't I? Um, but, uh, yeah, so, M- 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 Musk is really gonna try to lay him off. Um, apparently, it says that the SpaceX and Tesla CEO was keen to lean on Twitter's former former head of security uh turned whistleblower Piter Zatko when it suited him. But, some of the dire security and safety needs that Zatko brought up certainly wouldn't be resolved by getting the whole company. Musk also barely has a grasp of the content moderation issues the company grapples with. Another area that benefits from having more humans involved. Not just a thrifty algorithm at the wheel. Certainly, uh, uh, the safety would probably have deep cuts on Twitter if Musk Gets his um seventy five percent layoff, so that is a big worrying. That's a big worry thing right there. I mean, I I I I use Twitter sometimes, like once a day, because I'll I will shout out my videos or I'll post a uh, sneak peek of my um videos on Twitter, um either on my personal account, usually on Radiant Tech, and I'll just post random crap on my personal account. Speaking of which, y'all can go follow uh the Radiant Tech account is at Radiant Tech. Um, and my personal account is literally, literally, uh, the at is some guy Matthew. So, yeah, y'all go follow those if you want to keep up with me. Um, so, yeah, this, uh, this whole Twitter thing is kind of going insane. But then again, it's also kind of possible that his whole laying off, uh, all the Twitter employees is trying to impress them. But, uh, We'll never know. We'll never know until that actually happens. Yo, what's up, Owen? Welcome to the podcast, man. Welcome. Um, yeah, Shani. Okay, so on, on, only 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 my friends will get that. Um, only my friends will get that. Anyway, so here we go. Here we go, y'all. Y'all ready for a talk about YouTube Premium? Uh, Linus Tech Tips actually just recently made a video. On YouTube uh, Premium, and talking about how YouTube was going to try to make their um, 4K to be YouTube Premium only so that both YouTube and creators can get paid for people using 4K footage um, because 4K takes up so much more storage, and um, then you have oftentimes 4K ads on top of it. Um, because of all the storage from YouTube, this takes up. They have decided to try to make it to where it won't have as much 4K bandwidth and 4K running going back and forth. So they don't have to have as much of their computing being over, o- overloaded. Um, and it will cut back on their costs. So then uh, it won't be very much. But the, uh, some YouTube creators will get paid if people use 4K. Along with the fact that they'll see premium ads. Um, or not premium ads. If premium users don't get... Um, don't get ads. Uh, they, they they get a no ad feature, which uh, YouTubers do get paid for. I don't get paid very much. Um the 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 ads like so much more than, uh premium, but premium premium does pay you nevertheless. Um, so they are going to try to make 4K in a premium only feature, which will be interesting if that actually happens. But Linus Tech Tips talked about it, and then they um, then they raised the family plan pricing. Like, hey man, we're raising this because. You said you said you liked it you said you liked it contrary to everybody else who's mad because they're trying to change 4k um Linus liked it so he was uh he was getting some people a little bit mad at him actually like so that's um that's interesting I should stream when y'all are at my house what why exactly why exactly. Anyways, y'all, so um, they're probably going to be raising these prices throughout the U.S., the U.K., Canada, and Argentina. Um, and then they're going to be adding even more uh, price raises throughout even more countries in the future. Um, It will be a- uh, an active price hike in all regions as of November 21st. Most people in Canada have already gotten the price hike. And the U.S. is starting to roll out, which means I will get my price hike pretty soon um, because we uh, – my family does have a YouTube uh, premium family plan. Um, all, so the video stri- streaming uh, services, YouTube, you know, their premium plan, if you guys didn't know, let's uh, – families, if you have a family plan for premium, uh, have up to five people. And use features like ad videos, downloads for online offline consumption, background play, and more under one single subscription. Um, and U.S. and Canadian users have reportedly talked about the um, prices being raised from seventeen ninety nine to twenty two ninety nine, both Canadian dollars and United States dollars, which is an insane uh, price hike. I don't know what I would stream, Leanna. That's why I say I don't know that I would do it. But who knows. Maybe I would. Um. So users from the UK have said the YouTube uh, premium plan is now occasionally, uh, with some users because it hasn't fully rolled out yet, being raised from 17.99 pounds uh, to um, 19.99 pounds per month. So it is going up which is which is which is crazy um over in argentina argentina for the um argentina based users oh my goodness it is getting really 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 pricey so their um their prices their prices is going up from um the family plans are now going to cost uh, ar- 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 ours, which is ar- uh, Argentina's currency, um, is going to cost 699 R's per month, up uh, from 179 R's, which is an insane price hike, because if you put ARS into USD, they are ba- uh raising it from 117 USD to uh 455 USD. So basically, one buck. Four bucks. They're raising it three bucks, but for Argentina people, that's a lot of money. It's a crap ton of money. Um, so it's basically going up around two ninety percent per month. Um, so they're probably going to see a huge, and I mean a huge, uh, fall in their Argentina users. But um yeah we'll we'll, we'll we'll see if they do, but they probably more than likely will see a huge um, huge fall in the Argentina YouTube premium users. so um yeah, I feel feel feel, feel bad for them, really, really bad for them. Um, some other countries where YouTube is probably going to hike the prices and they have seen a couple people, not not very many at all, but a couple people um, be affected by it. it's Turkey, Turkey's family plan. Is going from uh, tree, which is Turkey's uh, currency, to uh, $29.99 tree to 59 dollars tree per month. Um, Japan's family plan is gonna go from 1,780 yen to 2,280 yen per month. Indonesia's is gonna go from 89,000 IDR to 99,000 IDR per month. Which isn't actually that much of a price hike. But uh, if you go to USD it's about 50 cents. Uh, And Brazil's family plan is going to go from uh, Brazil dollars 31.90 to Brazil dollars 34.90. Which is only about a uh, 35 uh, cent price hike. But um, yeah that's still uh, going to be pretty devastating. Especially for places like um, Turkey and uh, Japan. Turkey and Japan are going to have some very devastating... Um, and Argentina, obviously. Uh, devastating price changes for YouTube Premium. Alrighty. So next up... Next up, we're talking about Snapchat. Okay, Snapchat. Snapchat's stock has went down 25% as the social network struggles. Um, apparently... Snapchat has been struggling a bit, but it's struggling even more, and uh, their stock is literally falling. Um, so they missed what they thought their revenue would be for this uh, year so far. Um, and they missed the so they missed the analysis expect- uh, expectations on revenue, bringing in one point one three billion dollars compared to the one four one a uh, 1.14 billion dollars uh anticipated. Snaps stock dipped from around $11 per share to $8 and uh late following the report. Now what the heck? Snapchat's stock is literally a piece of crap. Um like it is so low. It's horrible. But it just got worse. It just, just, just got even worse. But uh, good thing is, Snapchat's revenue is up six percent this quarter. Um, and uh, yeah, so the company has uh, net loss accelerated to three hundred sixty million, which includes one hundred fifty-five million in restructuring uh, charges after their huge, uh, huge problem. The company's daily active users were up fifty-seven million to uh 363 million and quarter 3 of um 2022. A 19% increase from the same period in 2021. Uh let's see. You do not just share the stream on two enormous servers. Oh, you really did. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. I guess I guess I'd appreciate that. Um it didn't really help us, but I do appreciate it. <laughs> I do appreciate it overall. Okay. So, now, now let's go ahead and talk more about Snapchat. Uh, so, they are seeing some um, stock problems. Obviously, I already told y'all that. But other social networks are similarly struggling due to a combination of broader economic factors. Um, Snapchat, in particular, though, has taken a beating because of Apple's ad tracking changes. Um, in August, The Verge reported that Snapchat planned to lay off a fifth of its workforce or around 1,200 employees. That's a crap ton of people because of a Apple ad tracking change. That is a lot of people to lay off just because Apple changed their ads. But I guess that was devastating for them because the way that they use their ads on their platform um, was totally changed and messed up for them. Um, so... I guess rest in peace, Snapchat's stock. I don't think Snapchat's gonna die anytime soon, but um, yeah, eventually that thing's gonna die. It's been it's been going downhill for a little bit now. Uh, okay, he's ready to talk about Instagram. Instagram is testing an in-app scheduling tool for posts and reels. Um, oh my goodness, I would be. I'm gonna be really flipping, really flipping excited about this if they actually go through with this Um, because being able to schedule my posts uh, specifically for my Radiant Tech um, Instagram page you can follow that at Radiant.tech it would be epic to to be able to uh, schedule my stories and my um, posts for the middle of the night or for the middle of the day or something instead of I have paid before, I don't pay for it anymore but I had paid before 5 bucks a month to be able to actually um, use a third-party app that would go through and post it for me and schedule it, um, because I would put it into the app, and then it would turn around and send it to Instagram and put all the information in with the bot, and then it would post it for me. So that's how I did schedules. Um, I did the same thing for Twitter uh, and Facebook. I, I did it for all my social media platforms for my uh, YouTube channel. I don't do that anymore, but I used to do that like a year ago. So... Um, if they, if they actually come out with this after testing, that would be epic. Like I, I'm, I, I'd be so excited. Would probably keep me actually using Instagram more than I do. Um, so and this is mainly caused by social media managers and creators, uh, complaining about wanting to have the ability to schedule. Um, so Twitter user at W F posted a screenshot showing how it works. If you don't know, he is a tester for Instagram. So it's pretty cool. Users who have this feature so far will be able to go to advanced settings while creating a new post or a reel and turn on the toggle schedule this post to select a time and date. They also noted that you can see scheduled posts through the scheduled content section accessible under the hamburger menu. I love that they call it the hamburger menu, y'all. It's just a menu bar. Yeah, you, you have three bars, right? And I love that people call it the hamburger menu. The hamburger menu, y'all. It's um, it's it's, it's epic. But uh, y'all can go ahead and see how this looks like if y'all can see my um, if y'all are looking at something where like Spotify or YouTube, and you can see my screen. You, uh, this is what it will look like for Instagram when you go to advanced settings it will have a sc- schedule this post button and then you can select a date and time so uh that will be pretty sick that'll be pretty sick um so that that is exciting I don't know it's exciting to me it's probably not exciting to all of y'all but it's exciting to me because I would love I would absolutely love. To be able to share uh, my post on a scheduled basis. Uh, I just realized we had gotten up to five people in our live stream, and then they dropped off. But thank you for um, whoever had joined. I I uh, I do appreciate that. Our podcast is actually doing pretty well so far, um, and I'm really loving it. Okay, hey, hey hey hey, that didn't take long to talk about. Too talk uh, too long to talk about. But this next one, I am excited. It involves Google, uh, Google Messages, in particular. So I, um, I have an iPhone now. I actually kind of still prefer, I kind of still prefer Android. Um, but Android, uh, Android's messaging system was a piece of crap. So uh, I do iPhone. Um, but uh, I might actually eventually switch back to Android. If this actually improves of what it seems like. Google Messages has recently added the reaction support for iPhone text. Because if you don't know, when you text on an iPhone, you can hold down on someone's text and send them a message. Now, I have actually noticed the added support. Google and Apple have added it. Because now I will see a little... Um, emblem next to it when I hit the like react button on my iPhone it will uh, actually show that I reacted instead of just sending a text uh, like Matthew laughed at said text um, so I've noticed that it's actually started giving reaction support where it will show it on the Google user's message like on their actual uh, message it will pop up on it instead of um, just giving it as a text and this is really cool um I think for the most part it's only actually happened to Google's and Samsung's phones because for the most part they use the same exact thing. Um I think OnePlus is going to come out with it pretty soon as well. But uh OnePlus has never settled messages. <laughs> so they would have to add it on theirs a little bit, but they although they are Android. Um but now that this is added, I I think it's really cool. I think, I think it's really flipping flipping cool. I mean If you're you're gonna be able to react and you're gonna be able to see your iPhone uh friends messages uh, as they react and not just having the weird, hmm, Uh, I'm gonna give an example of Leanna laughed at hi or Samantha liked yes that like for example, um and yeah so that will be really cool that will be really cool, um. Google also <laughs> is also adding in-app reminders for different um, different apps. But for the most part, Google Messages. If somebody tells you something um, that you have to do something or different things, you can now hold down on the message and then hit Add Reminder. And it will add you a reminder for this text and then send you the reminder. Uh, and when you click on it, it will show up as the text. So it will essentially remind you to... Um, to do the said thing without actually having to go into your um, your reminders app. You can see an example of this from tritech Crunch, where they show that you can set a reminder for texts when you hold down on them, along with how the reactions will work, which is really flippin' cool. <laughs> it's really flippin' cool. Um, let's see. You can't do what with your stupid Samsung? You you can't... It, de- it depends on the Samsung, uh, the, Specifically, the newer Samsungs can do it. Um, and that is... <laughs> that is due to... Android has a very bad problem with not updating after they have years of, um, Years of the phone being out, so Leanna, that is probably that's more likely the reason why you can't react to things using your Samsung phone. Uh, but at least at least you can still see that we liked that we liked stuff, right? You can you can still see the text message. <laughs> it really looks so stupid. It, re- it really looks so stupid, but it's it's not necessarily bad. I'm I'm used to it because when we have our group chats, it will pop up like that. Uh so uh yeah. Um <laughs> Lenovo. Lenovo's tech conference held on October 18, 2022. Featured innovations in the metaverse. Ow, that hurt. I just slammed my elbow. Anyways, uh featured innovations in the metaverse, AR and VR solutions and edge technologies that it says will drive digital transformation for individuals and industry organizations. Ray Fernandez covers the tech company's investments in the metaverse, and in particular, how digital twins and edge hardware, including robots, mobile phones, and AR glasses, will build a metaverse where industries can interact with the physical world. I'm going to be totally honest. I still still really don't think the metaverse is going to work, and I still think it's going to be very harmful if you were to be stuck in glasses or stuck in a VR headset or something all day. And not in an actual work environment. I feel like it probably will be harmful if this actually happens, and people try to go metaverse for their um, work work atmospheres and everything. Which it would just be weird in the first place, and there's no point to it either. There's no reason, in my opinion. Um, but Lenovo is going to be experiencing—I mean, not uh, experimenting—uh, experimenting with the metaverse AR and VR solutions. Um, and some cool edge technologies trying to get into the metaverse. So maybe the owner of Lenovo will become the twin to Mark Zuckerberg, the alien. We all know Mark Zuckerberg is secretly an alien. Probably from, like, some planet of, um, I don't know, Pluto. Uh, what what did you say? Um... You just realize my stream ain't pausing every two seconds. Well, yeah, the, the stream podcast ain't pausing every two seconds. Uh, can you uh, elaborate on what exactly you mean by that? Uh, next up. Next up. Um, first impressions on the Pixel 7 Pro. First impressions on the Pixel 7 Pro. Um, apparently, they have some big improvements compared to the Pixel 6, uh, 6 Pro. First being the biometrics. Um the fingerprint scanner finally worked it works as expected which is amazing uh if anybody uh, knows anything about the Pixel 6 Pro it had some fingerprint print problems some very big fingerprint problems where it wouldn't read you read, uh, read it very well um and finally finally there's facial recognition Apple has had this for a while OnePlus has had this Samsung has had this Oh wait, they didn't have it. They don't have it. Um, like, come on, come on, come on, Google. What took you so long? I mean, their phones are really good. Who who really gives a crap? I actually like the fingerprint better than the um, facial recognition. We aren't going to talk about that though. So it took them absolutely forever to actually um get their facial recognition, but they have it now. So that's good. Uh, big applause to Google. Everybody give them a round of applause. Yeah, I, I just clapped at the mic. The next big improvement on the Pixel 7 compared to the Pixel 6 is the camera. Um, g- the guy from techrepublic.com did a quick test of the cinematic blur with video recording. And it's astonishing, according to TechRepublic. Um... Tap on a subject to rack focus between people or objects, and the focus is fast, accurate, and smooth. Um, he says that he has worked with legit DSLR cameras with autofocus and cinematic blur, and it can't compare to what the Pixel 7 Pro has to offer. So, that's insane. Also, Les, uh, yes, Lena, we finally have good internet back in, uh, our, in the middle of the sticks home. Alright, um, so the camera on the Pixel 7 Pro was supposed to be really impressive and insanely good. If anybody remembers when the Pixel 3 came out, everybody was freaking out because they had the best camera on the market for smartphones. They had the best camera, and it was insane. It had the highest quality, and um, it had the best pictures overall. Their video wasn't very good, but their photos were like, Path the time as good as DSLR cameras. And now, the Pixel 7 Pro is reclaiming that title of the best camera. Congratulations, Google. Dude, I've always loved their cameras. So, uh, I used to have a Pixel 3. And I've always flipping loved their cameras. So, congratulations, Pixel. Or Google. Not, not Pixel. Pixel isn't a company. <laughs> um, phone calls. Phone calls. Uh, so, Pixel phones and voice calls are interesting. Uh, same thing with their messages, you know? But finally, finally, uh, it is known that their, uh, voice calls are actually getting good. They aren't having any trouble. They are smooth. They are nice. Good job. Good job, Google. Good job, good job, good job. And you have Android 13. Oh my goodness, Android 13? Android 13? Android 13 is literally epic. Um, I don't have... That much to read to y'all about Android thirteen, but I could probably go look it up real quick. Um, so Android thirteen is pretty epic. It's pretty, pretty flippin' epic. I remember when Android twelve Android twelve came out, and I downloaded it on my um Pixel three. That was really cool. Uh, like it, it was astonishing. It, it was it was out of the ballpark. Um, so. Yeah, so apparently the Pixel 13 uh, has some brand new styles to the phone where you can literally customize your whole phone and um, have the phone make your apps. Logos have styles along with it. I've heard that iPhones are now going to be able to FaceTime Androids. Are they really? Are they really? I haven't seen that. I might have to make a video about that. But, um... They also have a brand new music interface on Android thirteen and more. I'm not gonna go into full detail about Android thirteen, um, but uh, it's it's uh, it is it is pretty cool. Um, according to someone in the chat of the podcast, um, iPhones FaceTiming Androids. iPhones are going to be able to FaceTime Androids. Let's go ahead and take a look. Okay. You can. You can. You're going to be able to. This is sick. So, how to FaceTime on an Android? Um, So, far too long. Android users have been excluded from Apple's uh, flourishing apps and services because... Apple has had, re- ha- obviously, has really good FaceTime and calling and messages, which is why I have Apple. Um, so you have to have the latest software version of iPhone. Um, you have to send, you have to send a FaceTime link. Um, and once somebody from Apple sends you the FaceTime invitation, you have to click on it, and your internet browser will open a new uh, window, and then you allow your browser to access your camera and your microphone. If, and uh you can enter your name and then hit click continue. And it will literally lit you FaceTime. That's sick. That's sick. So all that's required now is to um is to have the FaceTime call link and a stable Wi-Fi connection. Or uh, cellular connection. That's sick. So you'll just You'll just click on the link and then click join button. That is sick, man. I'm gonna have to be able to Facetime people now. I'm gonna have to be able to Facetime people now. I mean, I already use Duo. I've used Duo since I was like a lot younger. I don't know when I first started using Duo, but I used to have Android, so I've used Duo forever. Um, and I've, I even on with iPhone, I use Duo over for <laughs> Facetime. Um, just because I'm used to it. But if I can actually FaceTime Androids with with FaceTime on iPhone, that's going to be sick, man. That's going to be epic. Dude. And it's even going to do like how the actual FaceTime does in showing like, hey, you we're waiting for others to join your call. Just wait, wait, wait. we're going to show a black screen. Well, that's, that's what it does for iPhone. It's going to just replicate it. That's sick, man. That is insane. I love that. I love that. So, um, back to the Pixel 7 Pro. Because <laughs> we got off that. Pixel 7 Pro is hands down the best phone Google has ever produced. They have imp- uh, Because they have improved performance. Um, a new found uh, Tensor chip. The amazing camera, Android thirteen, and even more the uh, it shows that the flagship, the flagship Pixel Seven Pro is the best phone Google has ever made. Congratulations, Google on your uh, on your big achievement. So um if anybody pays attention to politics or just news in general or tech news, like it's all over the place now. Um, China. China and uh, the United States are having a big tech war right now with both both like computer tech and um, and military technologies so right now it's a big war and it means that the United States is cutting off almost all the technology from China and a uh, man I, I swear China China kind of scares me so they have uh, Currently had problems with China trying to get up on their super computer performance. If you don't know what a supercomputer is. It is basically like probably 10,000 regular PCs or uh, computers put into one giant thing. And um, they are flipping fast and powerful. And they can like power a nuke. I'm I'm joking. They can't power a nuke. But they are extremely powerful and um, dangerous half the time. Uh, They're also trying to get rid of uh, China's... AI influence. The United States has a lot of good AI, but uh, China is almost beat us. China also uses it for manipulation. We aren't going to go into that because we aren't a... Uh, we aren't going to talk about that. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so they are having a big tech war right now, and they're trying to get rid of it. Chip sizes in China. China makes a whole bunch of chip chips right now. Um, and they have... They have uh, jumped a 2% chip production in, um, in, uh, what's it called? They have jumped from 2% chip production for Total World chip production for, um, like, computers and cars and everything to 17%, which is insane. You're on FaceTime with, uh, Charity and Charlotte Wednesday Night, lol, or, uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Samantha, I'm gonna have to start trying that with people. That's epic! Like, I didn't know that. Um, fun fact: one of the reasons I wanted iPhone is so I could actually FaceTime, use FaceTime, because I was curious what it was. Um, along with the fact that my oh my gosh, Google Google Pixels messaging system was literally a piece of crap. There's no there's there there's no joke about that. Uh, it is fixed now, so I would if I could, I would probably go back to. Android. But, uh, yeah, it's literally a piece of crap. Or was a piece of crap. Anyways, uh, so, there's a big chip war between the U.S. because the U.S. has dropped their chip production from 24% to 12%, while China's has went up from 2% to 17% since 2000. Um, although there is nothing you can say about, because the U.S. is now putting even more chip production in the country. Um, Canada's chip production has also went up from 0% (laughs) Zero percent <laughs> to about four percent now. Um, so they're getting more, and that is all oh, partly thanks to Intel. Intel is uh, putting a crap ton of factories in the United States and Canada because they are taking all basically all their factories out of China because they don't want to be caught up in China's problem. Um, China also has a lot more startup money than um, the United States does for different things. They have to, they just have more money because the U.S. is like over thirty trillion in debt. Yes, it does work now, Leon. I'm. Pr- I, I think it might. It might. Uh. So you. They shared the link to the FaceTime, and I was able to join. That's epic. That's epic. I'm gonna have to try that sometime. Totally. Like. Totally gonna have to try that. You probably. Get, you can probably get multiple Androids on it too. That would be cool. That would be cool. Sound. Like, Tangley was saying the link. Yeah, I just explained that. I just explained that whole thing how it's gonna work, but that's sick. That is epic. Um, but yeah, it, it, it loaded weird because it wasn't because it was not like a, you're trying that tomorrow. That's epic. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's how their whole their whole um, FaceTime or not, that's not FaceTime. I, I got off topic because I was reading the chat. That's how Google not Google. Oh, my goodness. My mind is out of it because I looked at the chat. That is how the United States and China's tech war is going. Nah, not very good. Not very good is all I have to say about that. That's all I have to say about that because, I mean, it's literally a full-on war. No joke. Okay. Okay, what's up, Meta? What's up, Meta? Which, if you guys didn't know, is the company that now... Owns a Facebook and Instagram, uh, and a ton of other stuff like, um, the Oculus Quest, which I renamed to the Meta Quest, but I hate that name. Um, because you know, Mark Zuckerberg is an alien that wants to get everybody to work on the metaverse. Like, heck no, I ain't ever doing the metaverse. Y'all can, y'all gonna do whatever the heck you want. Yeah, maybe I'll get a VR headset. I am not working in the metaverse, anyways. Now y'all got my opinion on that. Yes, yes, there is a tech war, Samantha. There is a tech war, man. There is a tech war. But uh, Meta has now introduced a fifteen hundred dollar Metaverse headset. Uh, fifteen hundred bucks. Obviously, it's, it's it's really high, uh, really high tech. It has a whole bunch of cameras around it to make it feel realer and so you don't run into crap. But um, it is fifteen hundred bucks, and they are trying. They are trying to make where sure you can work in the metaverse with this thing. But people have reported that it's given them really bad migraines. So I honestly would not, um, would not, would not recommend it. What's up, coin? Welcome to the darned podcast. Anyways, I don't even know why, I don't, I don't even know, I, I don't even know, anyways. Uh, so, Meta has made this $1,500 VR headset, and, um, it is not a literal, it's not like a VR headset for watching YouTube or playing games. It is meant for working in the metaverse. It it hasn't taken very good, um, it hasn't actually taken very good feedback because people don't like it. Uh, along with this uh, literal fact that I told y'all um, that uh, it's giving people freaking migraines. It's giving people freaking migraines. I'd rather not have a migraine. Um, I already get headaches sometimes. I'd rather not have migraines. So uh that's a big um That's a big uh, interesting thing going on there. I'm not, I don't even like I don't, I, don't, I don't even like Zuckerberg at all. He's he's a really flipping annoying. The chat's delayed. Oh yeah, I guess it is a little bit. Um so y'all ready? Let's talk about Netflix. Netflix is adding ads. Netflix is adding ads. So, it's you you can get a free version of Netflix now with ads. Before you start every single episode or maybe in the in between episodes. They they have added ads. So, you can probably use it for free. Uh, I don't think this is fully rolled out to every country, but it is in some countries. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, someone just said in the chat, which I actually think, I don't think it's a good idea, but they said, uh, that, you, that people should, other people should, uh, like, moderators in YouTube chat should be able to mod other people. That they should, um, they should let people mod other people in the chat. Which, I, maybe they could give you an option to let hey, someone you, um... Definitely trust with the uh, with the power of basically controlling your whole chat with no ex- no exceptions. I'm gonna be totally honest. I don't trust Leanna with that power. But um, yeah. If, if mods could mod other people, that would be weird. Honestly, I feel like you would all almost have to make a role that would be head mod for YouTube. That'd be weird if they did that. But with Netflix adding ads to their platform, um, which hasn't actually taken very good uh, feedback either. But uh, Netflix is also cracked down on password sharing. And this is going to actually probably become a problem and I am worried uh, you cannot you cannot uh, now log into your Netflix account with a, in, at another house. Uh, or another IP address, for that matter. That's what I mean. You cannot log into it with another IP address without having to pay extra money. Which, um, dude, that's just a little. It's a little harsh. They are so. First of all, they made it illegal in Tennessee. Netflix made it illegal in Tennessee. They got a law passed in Tennessee that it's illegal to share your Netflix password. Um, and then now they're like, yeah. So if you, um, if somebody logs in your account at another place, you're going to get charged more money, too. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's annoying. That is really annoying. That's really, really annoying. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Netflix is already seeing their downfall, they've already seen somewhat of their downfall. So, um, yeah, I mean, basically Hulu and Prime Video have everything everything Netflix has, for the most part, except for Stranger Things. Stranger Things is basically what's keeping Netflix alive. And I will say that literally. Stranger Things is basically what's keeping them alive. A couple things are, but Stranger Things is primarily what's keeping them alive. Um, because, uh, especially with my favorite show, Heartland. Well, it's not my literal favorite show, but it is one of my favorite shows, uh they have it on multiple platforms. Um Stranger Things is is one of my favorite ish. It's okay. Um and then you also have um some different shows like what is it? No, I'm forgetting names. Greenhouse Academy is a Netflix original, but they don't add to it anymore. Um there are a whole bunch of good Netflix originals that are quite literally not added to anymore. So, that's a little worrying. Besides, Netflix hasn't even added. It's it's added on Prime Video, but Netflix hasn't added um, new seasons to certain shows for some reason. Because they can't get the licenses. So, they are slowly probably dying, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do die off within the next couple of years. Um, Apple. <laughs> Apple. We're back to Apple. We've already talked about Apple. But we're going to be talking about Apple again. Apple reveals its new iPads and its updated uh, Apple TV. Um, The iPads are kind of insane, but uh, they are going to be even more expensive and really costly for people that want them from the UK. Um, So, for people in the United States, I mean, in the UK, (laughs) uh, the standard iPad starts at 499 euros, and the new iPad. Starts at, uh... The new iPad Pro, sorry. Starts at 899 euros. That compares unfavorably to the United States. Where the basic model for the, uh... Uh, iPad in the United States is 449 USD. And the Pro model for, uh, the United States is 799 USD. So that is a big, big, uh, change. Um... Let's see. Uh, they have announced the two new I- iPads though, and they have uh, ditched the ubiquitous. Uh, oh, sorry, I said that word wrong. The ubiquitous home button from its standard model and bring a powerful new chip to the Pro. So, uh, if you guys didn't know, they had the Pro and then the um, I think one other version of the iPad. I might, might be wrong. But uh, I know they had the Pro iPad that didn't have the button. They took it away when they took away all the buttons on the iPhones. Obviously, you can see they don't. I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't have a button. Um, a lot of most Android phones have done this for a while now, but uh, Apple Apple's doing this to their iPads too. Um, their standard iPad still had the button, but now they're getting rid of the button. So I'll see ya. I'll see ya. I didn't really care about buttons, anyways. Uh, but um, yeah, it's actually a fairly, fairly big, um, fairly big iPad. Uh, comes in at about ten point nine inches, and it has an a, a, the brand new Apple A fourteen chip in it. And it says uh, they say that it will b- boost performance speeds and the battery life. Uh, they also have new upgraded cameras and even better uh, front facing camera. To add on to their um, video calling, I mean, I don't even know who takes pictures on an iPad. Who walks around with a giant? Here, I'm gonna use this computer for an example. Um, who who would walk around like uh, I I have this thing because it's one of my dad's. Um, who walks around like with a okay. Who, uh, who walks around with this thing, like taking pictures Some giant? That's a little odd. That's a little odd. So they have that, and then you have your Apple TV. Your Apple TV is also brand new. Um, the Apple TV 4K has been announced, so you can get 4K Apple TV. I mean, I don't even know what the difference. I-, I can't honestly see that big of a difference in 4K versus 2K. I mean, there is a difference there, but it's not a difference that I personally would care for. But the uh, Apple TV will be released on the 4th of November, starting at 149 euros um, and about 120 United States dollars. Um, so last on our podcast today, we are going to be talking about Intel. Intel showed off their faster Thunderbolt version with speeds of up to 120 gigabits per second using their um, – USB-C cables, which means you'll get either faster charging, but especially faster internet, because you don't have to use Ethernet. You can get uh, wired connections now into things like Apple iPads. No, not iPads, sorry. Apple MacBooks. Um, And it will let you wire it a little bit. Um, I don't know that Apple will support this, but this is what Intel has said that they wanted to do. So you'll be able to get a very fast Thunderbolt version. Um, 120 gigabits per second is really fast. Um, it it is extremely fast. Like it is, if you have a regular company's internet connection, it is probably like a hundred times that speed. So they're mainly going to be using these for charging things, though, and uh, like going in between hard drives and different things. So you will have basically no problems between um between trying to move things or transfer things, all that stuff. There will be no lag. No latency, it will be smooth as heck. Which which is honestly pretty exciting. But um that's basically it for the uh, show today. I hope you guys hope you guys did enjoy. It, if you did, make sure to go ahead and follow us on social media at Radiant Tech, Twitter, and at Radiant.tech on Instagram. Um you can check out the podcast. Follow the podcast is what I meant to say. You can follow the podcast on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. Um, go check out our YouTube channel if you are listening or if you are watching the live stream for our uh, podcast. Make sure to subscribe and like. Watch our other videos, stuff like that. We do epic videos um, all, all about tech. And uh, I'll see you guys. I will see you guys in next week's podcast. Um on saturday S- saturday evening at hopefully 7 p.m eastern um all right i hope everybody has a great rest of your day or night if you're in eastern time um or on my whatever i'm not going to be i'm not going to keep saying that have a great rest of your day and i'll see you guys um see you guys in next week's podcast
1: the, view. the pain is never gonna stop if it's controlling you i know that time can heal it all i just gotta get through sometimes i feel like all is lost but i know it's not true i wanna put up all my walls cause i'm not in the mood but then i cut myself off from the rest of the room i know that time can heal it all if you're patient and soon it can all be worth it all the a sudden. Searching. Pain is never really permits man I could feel all of the turbulence and it's concerning I've been searching for a purpose, I hope it's worth it This society is really trying me Ain't no hiding, seek I hide to be far from anxiety I need my space, I need my privacy I need some silence, please you're all too loud You don't speak quietly, opinions violently Thrown across every surface, it makes me nervous Is the world honestly burning, that's all I'm learning All our minds we put the work in, we got some work